Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It's February 14th, 1998. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, we watched quite a romantic movie today, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah, all about... Uh, all know, about Eve. Weddings. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which is on point for us right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. What what, what timing. Right. But, uh, yeah, we've had, we've had a, a good week here. I, unfortunately... I don't have any news this week, but... Shame on you. I know. I know. Shame on me. I haven't had a lot of time to uh, find some news, but I'm, you know, busy. Busy boy. <laughs> Planning a wedding and all that, you know? Right, right. However, I do have something for you, Carol. What you got? It's another ring. No, um, it's uh, it's the massive love. I, I figured it's Valentine's hey. Day. It's love is in the air. We need to do some massive love. It is my favorite too. So let's let's start with this dude. Mm, Good looking white male herpes. What? Are you serious? Yep. Doesn't say he has it. <laughs> Just says, good-looking, white male, comma, herpes, comma, 6'2", student, seeks attractive W slash A slash BF, so uh, white, Asian, or black male, mm. Na- female, I mean, sorry, 19 to 35 for friendship, possibly more, possibly a uh, shared Valtrex prescription. <laughs> right? Wow. That is uh, That is so weird. I mean, I guess... Be upfront about it, you know. I mean, yeah, but really, is anybody going to respond to that? I don't know. Only other people with herpes, I guess. Right. That's he. He is. He is very much cleaving his his prospects there. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's the responsible thing to do, I guess. How about this? Here's some alliteration for you, Carol. Candles. Conversation, cuddling, can be contagious. Mm-hmm. Let's light the candle. You, a slender white female. Me, a cantankerous old white male. Oh, jeez. 50 plus. No. Cantankerous. Yeah, like, <laughs> is this a uh, a lighthouse keeper that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, left this this message here. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, what is wrong with this dude? He sounds like he's a uh, a character from a fucking Charles Dickens novel or something. <laughs> Who describes themselves that way and then expects to get like young women? I don't know. You a slender white female. Oh, wow. Love it though. A uh, buxom, young, hot, married white female seeking attractive straight white male, 20 to 38, for fun with straight husband. Okay. I've got some bad news for you, darling. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> you either accidentally wrote M when you meant F, or your husband's not quite as straight as he thinks. Uh, and I love it. She describes herself. Why? Buxom, young, hot. Why not? Married white female. She thinks she's the treat to get the other straight guy into this menage a trois. I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's possible that, you know, this is her fantasy that her husband's fulfilling, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. But, but I, unlikely. It's that's always a. I mean, if if that's really what it is, if it's the, you know, the the male female male threesome, and both guys are straight, that's that's it's always a difficult one. Is it's it? A, it's a difficult, a difficult, <laughs> a difficult animal to to maneuver there. You have some experience with that one? No, I don't. But <laughs> I never have had a. Uh, a multiple experience with uh, another man, um, but you know, like, where are you gonna, where are you gonna look, you know, where are you gonna go? There's only so much room. <laughs> it does sound like a complicated puzzle. To I solve. feel like I feel like if that ever happened, <laughs> like if <laughs> I would just like be in the bedroom, right? <laughs> It'd be one of those situations where I just have to look at the guy and be like. This, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> you know, like, it's like one of those situations. Wow. You might go in there very well intended, but it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, attractive white married couple seeking fun and excitement with couple or single slash married by female. Discretion is a must. Clean and non-pushy only. <laughs> non-pushy. Wow. So that sounds like they've had an experience in the past. Yeah. With, with a, a pushy by female. Pushy. Well, what do you think? I'm just trying to think about what what situation brought that out, you know? Yeah, pushy. Pushiness. A very pushy situation. Was she directing traffic in the bedroom? Like, <laughs> what, what was going on? Uh, Irish, single, white, Christian, female, 23, medium build, spontaneous, outgoing, enjoys hiking, camping, walks, seeks single slash divorced white male, 25 to 33, same interests for long term. Kids, okay. Interesting. She's 23. And she's saying that that's eh, right if you have kids, yeah. I mean, and, and you're thirty, well, but you have to be okay. So she, I see what she's doing. He has to be older, twenty five to thirty three, but no more than ten years older. Yeah, she wants somebody who's going to take care of her, and she realizes that that may involve them already having children. And then she says, "Irish to start is it? Is she just preparing you for the red hair? I, I don't." I don't know exactly why. What does that mean? Well, maybe... But is she really Irish? Is, yeah. she, is she? Is she from Ireland? Maybe she is. I'm a fiery lassie. 
It is really difficult to imagine that coming out of a woman. Because <laughs> you sound like you're sitting in an Irish pub like an old dude. Like <laughs> Sound cantankerous. Yeah. <laughs> over your pint. <laughs> uh, urban bushwoman <laughs> who likes Ozzy seeks single white slash H male Hispanic single single white slash Hispanic male I guess uh, twenty three to twenty seven that's, that's pretty specific a very tight range yeah must like live music movies and full figured woman for friendship and possibly more what is an urban bushwoman I do not know that is that is weird I mean like. It draws images to the mind. It does. I don't think they're intent- intended. It, it draws a specific image of uh, Demi Moore. Right. A, a naked spread. I don't know. Was, did she say she's black? No. She just said urban bushwoman. I don't know. Does what urban, the fuck does that mean? Does urban mean you're black? I, I don't understand. And then she says, who likes Ozzy? Like, is that a... Is that, I mean, I, I assume you're talking about Ozzy Osbourne and not Ozzy from uh, Ozzy Harriet. But, <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay, she's just letting you know she's into, like, heavy metal, I guess, or whatever. I guess. But he's heavy metal. Mental right? wounds, not feeling. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, single white female, 49, who lives in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> Why are you in the Detroit paper, you weirdo? Ouch. Is interested in meeting single white male. I like the simple things like cuddling. Oh, I have a cantankerous person for you. <laughs> right? Call. Can we make this work? Question <laughs> mark. Wow. <laughs> I just... I don't know. Can we make this work? And then one more, Carol. Okay. All beautiful chocolate queens are recently freed from nine years of captivity. What the fuck? Chocolate conscious king is in need of a queen. What the fuck? Now, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I assume. Now, he says he's chocolate conscience, conscious. So, I assume. Do you, I assume he, he? I assume he's saying he's black too. Maybe, but he's not saying he's chocolate. He's saying he's chocolate conscious. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. What that. does that mean? I don't know what that means. This is for all the beautiful chocolate queens out there. But here's the thing: if you're not black, and you're saying you're recently freed from nine years of captivity, <laughs> it's not a good look, dude. Um, and if you are black, it's still not a great look. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he's probably saying he's divorced. Well, obviously, yes. Obviously, he's talking about a relationship. But, you know, when you're mentioning the chocolate people and... <laughs> Jesus Christ. And captivity in the same breath, one doesn't naturally turn towards romance once my turns towards 
some other uh, sins of this nation. That is true. I don't know, like, this just, the, the whole, this whole session here has made me <laughs> concerned about people's ability to uh, communicate. I mean, like, yeah. they can't say who they are or what they're looking for. Everybody's trying to talk in fucking riddles. Like, no wonder they can't find each other. Right, exactly. It's like, it's like, it's like, um, you know, with the maps and the... Oh, I was uh, going to say Mad Libs, but... No, like a treasure hunt, but not a treasure hunt. Help oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun to not help you. Scavenger hunt yes. is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Scavenger hunt. <laughs> Figure out these riddles. If anybody if anybody wanted to know what it sounded like, uh, a live cry for help. That's <laughs> Shut up. I love you. Oh, Happy Valentine's Day. You too. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Without the, the mean thing, though. <laughs> Without the shut up. <laughs> oh, but speaking of shut up, baby, just you shut your mouth. As a song featured, you know, China Girl. Um, in this movie that we saw, yeah, the wedding singer, Adam Sandler's the wedding singer. Now. We've done some other Adam Sandler, Sandler movies in the past. Adam Sandy. <laughs> Good old Adam Sandy. That's what his name would have been if he would have become a weatherman. Uh, it's Adam Sandy with the action weather. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we've done some movies of his in the past. I believe we did Billy Madison. Yep. And Happy Gilmore. Yep. Uh, and I have not, I mean, I've been pretty vocal about my not liking a lot of the stuff he's done. Yeah. On Saturday Night Live, I never thought he was that funny. The Opera Man thing. And I mean, like, the, the, he didn't do he didn't do a whole lot of funny skits or bits. It was just, I'm going to sing and stuff. He did release a tape that I thought was kind of funny. Okay. Uh, the Hanukkah one? No, a comedy tape. Yeah, but like, would they have the Hanukkah song on it? Uh, I think yeah, I think that I think on the Hanukkah because I've I've heard his comedy a comedy tape by him that was like Lunch Lady Land. Yes, yeah, yeah. you're right. That's the one. Yeah, that's that's good. Yes. Um, but I I haven't been a, a big fan of a lot of his movie work. Mm-hmm. I just his comedy is I understand why it's popular with a certain demographic of people that are under a certain age, and we're right. you know we're a different age or older. <laughs> um, and it just hasn't been for me, right? Mm-hmm. This is a good movie. Yeah, I was shocked. I went in expecting, you know, a flaming pile of garbage because it's Adam Did Sandler. <laughs> now, wow. I mean, my, my hopes were a little bit higher because of Drew Barrymore, but still. Can um, I tell you something? Hmm. They have palpable chemistry on screen. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, like, they want to have sex with each other or whatever, but, like, I mean, who knows? But, uh... They're really, they're really good together. They yes. work off each other very well. And he is a better actor than I realized. I mean, yeah, he's fine. I mean, like, he can act like a person <laughs> and not a character. Car- I can't never say that freaking word. Yeah. Um, which I didn't expect. I mean, there there were a couple 
There were a couple Adam Sandler moments. Sure. In this movie. Like, he is the star, so. When he... I mean, his his big thing is to, like, I'm going to be like... I'm going to talk like... I'm gonna you know, like, like he does that mm-hmm. a lot, where he starts off real light and stuff, and he did that a couple times, where yeah. it's like... Uh, uh, when his fiance leaves him at the altar. By the way, this is like a cautionary tale. I hope you don't leave me at the altar. Well, I hope you don't leave me at the altar. Well, the guy didn't do it in this movie. The girl did. But it happens either way. I'm just saying that's a frightening thing. But you I should, would never you should do be that afraid too. that I don't cheat on you with every fucking right? woman I can find in a very open way. And, should I? Should I be afraid of that? Like, no, is that what you're trying no, to tell no, me? I'm just saying that's the behavior of the guy. Watch how you movie. say things, sir. <laughs> All of a sudden, now that we're engaged, I have to watch how I say things. <laughs> it begins. Oh, jeez. Um, but no. So uh, after he gets left at the altar, and the the girl comes back, and he does the whole like, um, oh, once again, things that could have been yesterday. You know, and he's like starts screaming and everything. Mm. That's one of them. And then when he does the first wedding after he's been broken up with, he's yeah. like. Uh, you know, he's like always with the funny voice and stuff. <clears throat> but he he doesn't have a bad voice, a bad singing voice. He should just he should just sing like his regular voice. Yeah, I agree. More often than doing the silly thing, because you can be funny, be funny, but when you sing, be, be sincere. Yeah. It's it's better. It sounds better. I agree. He, I mean, either way, like he he's. He can be him, and him is weird. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It was nice to experience the more normal version. So, one thing that, I mean, uh, you know, everyone that knows me, all you, all of you out there, my friends, uh, (laughs) knows that that I'm a big fan of the, the 1980s. So, this is dripping with 1980s nostalgia. Yes. There are a ton of... Of references, who shot Jr. Uh, the the donuts guy, the Dunkin' Donuts yeah. guy. <laughs> it's um, time to make the donuts, right? I'm trying to think some of the other ones that Rubik's Cube they throw in there. A lot, a lot of them feel shoved in, but it's a comedy, so it's like it's okay. Yeah, because it's like they, they're they're tiny little bits, you know, like. Uh, how she's like, no one will ever solve this, and throws away the Rubik's cube and, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's and it's funny because Drew Barrymore, who was a you know child eighty star, is in the movie. I wonder if that's intentional. Well, I mean, I think it's intentional that Drew Barrymore is amazing. Like they don't need another reason. To- no, I know. I'm just I wondering if that. That's because I don't, as far as I know, they don't have a, like her and Adam Sandler don't have a previous relationship or, or whatever. So like, like friendship or anything like that. So I would assume that she auditioned for this or, or, you know, they were actively looking for someone. And I, I wonder if they had the idea of like, hey, what about Drew Barrymore? Because it's 80s, you know. Maybe. I don't know. What did she do in the 80s? Like E.T.? E.T. Is uh, that it? Irreconcilable differences. She divorces her parents. Okay. Fire starter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were several then. Okay. Yeah, she was a working actress. Playing her mom is Christina Pickles. 
You know, I was so excited to see Christina Pickles, don't you? No. I think that's a ridiculous name. Sorry. Christina Pickles uh, starred in a, a little show in the 80s. It's, it's another thing, too. Maybe they, they, maybe they went after her because she was in the 80s, too. Okay. But, uh, yeah, she starred in a little show uh, in the 80s called uh, St. Elsewhere. Oh, no. It's a Valentine's Day. How can you do this to me on Valentine's Day? And he's dancing. Come on now. William Daniels. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, Help me. I agreed to the rest of my life with this man. (laughs) She was a nurse. Uh... But it's a breezy movie. It's about a little over an hour and a half long. Yeah. Fairly simple story. Guy sings at weddings. Guy loves David Lee Roth, like I do. Uh, <laughs> guy gets engaged because his parents die when they're when he's ten years old and wants a Yeah, I don't know why they family. I don't know why they had to have that backstory to be like this is why he wants to get married. Can't he just want to get married because he's like the right age to want to get married? No. Got to make him an orphan. And then people are mean and shove that in his face on more than one occasion. Yeah, I know. That is weird, right? Um, but anyway, so she, she leaves him at the altar because he's just a wedding singer. Just a wedding singer. Yeah. You should never marry anybody who you think is just anything. That's I mean, right. that's bullshit. That poor guy. I know. Robbie Hart. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> and what's her name? Julia... I don't know, heart, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, she wanted it to be heart. Uh, it was going to be Julia Gulia if she married the guy. That was funny. Oh, what an awful name. There, there were, there's a couple times where he's like Adam Sandler. So Adam Sandler, to me, no offense, Mr. Sandler, but doesn't have the greatest comic timing in the world. But there are a couple instances where his his comic timing is is pretty decent where um like he says uh oh you get married uh julia's name's gonna be julia coolia that's funny and he's like why is it funny he's like i don't know (laughs) but so there's just a few instances like that most of the time people find him funny because of the the antics but Mm -hmm. not necessarily the comic timing you know he's not a sharp comedian okay sure this is not just a bash on adam sandler because he made a good movie <laughs> that i really like i was wondering like because i thought i was i thought you had positive vibes but i do i do i liked this movie a lot so wh- what did you think what, what were some of your favorites <clears throat> um well like you already mentioned the chemistry between him and Drew Barrymore was amazing. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to like think about what was like struck me. I mean, it was just it was just like a fun ride. Yeah. Um, like riding in that limo with that dude. What? what? The, his friend, the limo driver. Oh yeah, that was stupid. I didn't like that. What I want to know is why is everyone in this town why why is their livelihood tied to this fucking banquet center? <laughs> 
That's a good question. Yeah, it's everyone like, in his life is. Here. It's like uh, it's like a church, but it's it's a banquet center. It's the, it's in the center of the town. It takes up everything. <laughs> so I mean, like he found out that Julia's fiance um, was cheating on Glenn. her, and he didn't <clears throat> tell her. It, yeah, here's how he found out. Glenn tells him. This is the most ridiculous thing in the world. They've they've been. Julia and Robbie have been going out, planning the wedding, becoming very good friends and stuff like that. And Glenn knows this. Mm-hmm. And then they're alone at a, at the bar drinking and stuff like that. And Robbie's like, you know, just kind of egging him on a little bit about other women and stuff like that. Because he comments on someone's ass. I mean, he does start the conversation. Right. But... You know, he's trying to get it out of him, right? And then Glenn's just like, oh, yeah, I cheat all the time. Yeah. To, they're not friends. Right. He's friends with his fiance. Why on earth would he admit this? I know it made no sense. I mean, he was probably drunk or whatever, but I think, I think, honestly, he's proud of it. And that was him bragging more than anything. I do think he's proud of it. And I, I, I agree with all that, but I just, I don't know why. Like, is he just that dumb? He just thinks Robbie's not going to tell her. Which he be. doesn't. I don't know why. Yeah, that would be the first. I'd be like, excuse me, guys, go to the bathroom. Zoom. Like, <laughs> go find and tell her right then. Although she was really drunk. So yeah, maybe I not would, the best would have time. told her the next day. Yeah. And he brought the jacket back. But after he kissed her. But uh, <laughs> it's weird, though, because... It's a it's a difficult situation. So he finds this out, and he doesn't think it's his place to to tell her. Well, he has a guilty conscience because he likes her. Yeah, he knows that he's. I think he's afraid of what his motivations are. Mm-hmm. He, he's afraid he has he has unpure motivations to tell her. Which he did. Up. I mean, kind sort of, sort of. But that's okay. Sometimes, I mean, like you can still do good and be selfish at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. Yeah, not always, of course. I selfishly wanted to take you off the market for other guys. Aw. So that's good, right? That's very good. Um, The cats are trying to break in again. (laughs) But uh, there's also, there's another scene where he's, like, he comes out of the bar and um, Glenn's there with all his buddies and a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. And they're just they, two of them hanging on him. They live in a small town. Yeah, yeah. He's not being very uh, discreet. discreet. Not at all. Not clean or discreet. No. Nope. No. He would not <laughs> make the uh, the Lonely Hearts game. No. <laughs> but it, when when he tells the story, when Robbie tells the story about like what went wrong with Linda, that was her name. Mm-hmm. And he talks about flying in a helicopter over the Grand Canyon and not having the window seat or whatever. And then, go ahead, you can get him. I know you want to. I can't. She is horribly distracted by these cats trying to get into the room. Get in here, you little dick. (laughs) But anyway, so... um, he tells that story, and then later Glenn does the same thing where he's like, oh, you can lean over me to see right. Las Vegas. I hate that aisle because I get bumped all the time. Yeah, thanks a lot, Glenn. Um, but anyway, so 
What do you think about that? What do you think about the, the idea that little things like that? And oh, absolutely. It's a very specific story, but. I absolutely agree. Like, I used to say when I was, you know, younger and I had very little experience, but I, I still think the general point is true, that the most romantic thing ever was when I was sick and a guy brought me cough medicine. You know, oh, wow. it's like, you know, little caring gestures that matter. Doing things to, you know, make somebody's life just a little bit better. What's the romantic, most romantic thing I've ever done? Uh, you gave me a beautiful ring and asked me to be your wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he wants to go see you. Um, oh, hi, kitty. Okay, hello. Hello. But anyway, so, I don't know. I'll bring you cough medicine, I guess. <laughs> I want. I want to make that list of the most romantic things. You you have. Okay. But no, I I agree too. It's a like I said, it's a weirdly specific story. It seems like something that maybe happened to Adam Sandler or the writer or somebody. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it is that like the fact that she didn't let him have the window. It shows that you know she's not thinking about him. It, mm-hmm. There's a selfishness in that mm-hmm. kind of. Behavior. So I, I think I liked that the shorthand of that how it, it, that it made perfect sense. What do you think about Billy Idol being shoved into the end of the movie? <laughs> for like the the fact that he's Billy Idol has almost no impact on the story except for the fact that he was like, oh, I'm going to tell these record guys about you. I think that maybe he's friends with Adam Sandler. Are you serious, Cat? Right now, like I let the cat in the room, and now he's digging a hole in the floor. Anyway, stop it. All right, we need to stay focused. ADHD. <laughs> Sorry, um, but no, I think he was. He maybe he was just a friend, and they wanted to get him in there or something. Like he, they obviously had easy access to him <laughs> <laughs> to get him in the movie. Do you need easy access to Billy Idol? it just added it sounds like it sounds like a pamphlet you'd be handed to on the street in vegas (laughs) it just added a little bit of uh comedy but it's 80s nostalgia because he's an 80s dude true true i mean i assume that's the reason he was in the movie so you don't think that he's friends with adam sandler no probably not i don't think adam sandler has easy access to uh (laughs) um this town's not big enough for the two of us. Um, I, I, it would have been. I think it would have had more impact if it was David Lee Roth. They mentioned David Lee Roth a couple times. Yes, that's true. Maybe they tried to get David Lee Roth. And he was like, "Whoa, scooby about No, what in the hell happened? That's a lot of, I love David Lee Roth, but that's a lot of David Lee Roth singing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think at the end when they got married that they used her wedding that they planned together? Because that should have been, and they should have made that fucking clear. That would have been awesome. Oh, that would have been hilarious, actually. Because it was supposed to be like the next day or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that'd be a little fast. That's but. that's the other thing, too. She's, well, they've been, they've, they've known each other for a while at this point. They've they've built a relationship. Yeah. Know? Although they, have, they haven't slept together, so I don't, you know. Who knows? Maybe uh, Robbie Hart has a weird dick. <laughs> you got to know that shit before you get married. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like she would still marry him. Oh, okay. Don't you? Maybe. I don't know. It depends how weird it was. <laughs> what if it looked exactly like Glenn? Um, Ew. Uh... No, I mean like short and thick. 
Jesus. That's what Glenn looked like. No. Uh, anyway, I, it was kind of ridiculous because she gets all angry and stuff like that, right? Uh, about Robbie and and then she, she wants to confess her love and she sees Linda in the Van Halen t-shirt and she gets all upset. And she goes to Glenn and she's like, let's go to Las Vegas. Let's, let's fuck this big wedding. Let's go to Las Vegas. Now, I thought to myself, wow, you know, the wedding's got to be close. I said it was like a week away or whatever, right? A, a few scenes ago. Hmm. And then it's revealed that the wedding is the next day. Yeah, I mean, they would have literally lost all the money. Like, you don't get deposits back canceling the day before. I mean, Glenn's apparently rich and everything, so I doubt he really cares that much. But, like... <sighs> Why? Why? Just wait a day. Yeah. I, I understand you're upset and shit. Just wait a day. Right. And and lashing out and marrying someone's rarely the right decision. Right? Yeah, let me get married to you because I just want to... Because of spite. She wanted to take away her options. I mean, really, I yeah. think that was more than anything. She was just like, well, fuck this. Right. I, I was going to not marry him, but look at the alternative. So right. let's just marry him and make it final. Exactly. Oh, but yeah, so that that's ridiculous. But it would have been hilarious if they, if they would have just said uh, if they would have been if it was the next day or something like that, yeah. like on the screen and then getting married. I real, I mean, like they are they planned that wedding together. They did because that's how much of sense. a checked out dick that her fiance was. That would didn't even want to help. That would have been another. It would have been a good comedy moment if it had been like. Like a banner that said Glenn and Julia and Glenn was like crossed out and Robbie was yes. written above it. Yes. Would have been a funny comedy moment. I, I think that's a wasted opportunity. <laughs> Thank you. You're, See, you're should, welcome. No, they should hire me to write with them. Even though I came up with it? <laughs> I came up with it. How about, they, how about the, you came up with the idea that they used the wedding? I came up with all the funny bits. <laughs> that is kind of how we work, isn't it? <laughs> I'm the broad strokes. Uh, and I'm the fine detail. Yeah, we should, uh, we should, they should hire us as a comedy team. Yeah. Next movie you're doing, Adam Sandlar. <laughs> Whatever it is. Let us know. Hire us. We got you. <laughs> no wasted opportunities here. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was very good. I, I can't say enough. It's, it's, the story is very sweet. The acting and the chemistry is on point. Um, the directing is is it's it's serviceable. It's not like here's the thing. I, that sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it's the dude that made this. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's obviously not an auteur, but very very competent mm -hmm. directing. Yeah, There's no no like uh, you know. Nothing bad here. And you don't want, you don't want, like, you wouldn't want a Stanley Kubrick to direct this movie. No. <laughs> that would not work at all. You know, you you don't want someone like that to direct this, a movie like this. No. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I, like, the, the color of it and everything I thought was great. Because it's, it's, you know. 80s. It's, 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 bright. it's, it's 80s, bright, vibrant color mm -hmm. infusing the entire, all the sets, like her walls are, you know are like very yellow and, and it's all, yeah, everything's very bright. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's light and fluffy and fun and yeah, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a thinker, but it's no, definitely uh, enjoyable. And a great soundtrack. Yes. If you like 80s songs, 
Oh my god! Excellent sound. I was afraid you were going to start singing in the middle of the movie theater. You were getting so excited. (laughs) And Adam Sandler's songs are good too. Yeah, the songs that he wrote for this the movie are also very good. Agreed. Yeah, I'll definitely be buying the soundtrack. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that is the episode, Carol. All right, so you can write us at latefee1994 at awol.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.